So, as we come to the close of the bracha of the Psukim of Shofaris in Musaf on Rosh Hashanah, we describe HaKadosh Baruch Hu as being Shemea Kol Shofar, Umazin Trua, Ve'en Doimelach. Ve'en Doimelach. There is no one who compares to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, while that is obviously central and relevant to Rosh Hashanah, it would seemingly be more appropriate to use this phrase in Malchus. When you're describing the power, the majesty of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, why is it here? So the truth is that the use of this phrase immediately brings to mind the concept of Tchiyas HaMesim. If you think about the second bracha of Shemayin Esra, and uh, I also saw written in the name of Moshe Shapira that he connects this to the davening on Shabbos morning where we say we say there are four different descriptions of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the fourth the Midoimelach is so clearly this phrase is relevant to that idea and that is what we experience on Rosh Hashanah in fact the Halacha the Mishnah tells us that essentially Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is what you might call nowadays a near death experience in Sivan Reish Chavhei in Shulchan Aruch, in Erechaim, you have to make the difference this morning between Erechaim and Chesh and Mishvot. I'll be looking in the wrong Simonim. So uh, the Shulchan Aruch says, Horeyes Chavhei Lecha Shleishim Yoyim Oymashachiyonu. And after Shnei Mosa Chodesh, Mavarech Mechaye HaMesim. Says the Mishnah Bura, V'tam Brocha Zu. Why do we make the Brocha of Mechaye HaMesim? And therefore, Harry, if he sees his friend after this period of time, Harry over all of din, person went through the potential of Moves uh, and Chaim, and therefore it's appropriate halachically to make a bracha that is relevant to that, the bracha of B'chai But from the perspective of our Avodah, there are two elements of Tchiyas HaMesim which make up Rosh Hashanah. In, in a way you could say it encapsulates all that Rosh Hashanah represents and all that Rosh Hashanah should mean to us. On the one hand, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is M'chai Mesim. That means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge of life and death and everything that follows from it, which means all of Bria. As the Ramban tells us with regards to the Etamakos, there was a gradual expansion of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's control of the Bria through the Etamakos, culminating in Makos Bechayres, because that shows how HaKadosh Baruch Hu is able to discern between different people and be in absolute control over life and death. So clearly, 
One element of Rosh Hashanah, which is not going to be news to us, is the understanding, the awareness, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the sole power. MS Malkein and FS Zulase. Nothing exists outside of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The awareness, the understanding of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and of the Gevura of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. On the other hand, there's a second element, and this element sometimes goes amiss. There is a famous tour in Tovkov Pei Aleph. Tour writes that Oichlim v'shoisim v'smeichim v'rish Hashona l'fi sheyoidim sh'akadosh baruchu yase lohem neis. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will perform a nace for the Klal, for Klal Yisrael. The individual is down to uh, other considerations. But for the Klal, for Klal Yisrael itself, Klal Yisrael will continue Shiyaselahem Nase. <coughs> so on the one hand, it means that Klal Yisrael will make it through Rosh Hashanah. On the other hand, we will only do so because HaKadosh Baruch Hu will perform a miracle for us every single year. We are worthy enough, unique enough, important enough that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will, so to speak, turn Teva on its head, will create a nace for us. So alongside understanding HaKadosh Baruch Hu on Rosh Hashanah, we need to understand us on Rosh Hashanah how important we are and how much potential we have and the fact that we are unique within Bria. Trees don't get Nisim performed for them. Klal Yisrael does. And we reference this on a daily basis in Adon Elam. Adon Elam Hashem Molach B'Terem Kol Yitzir Nivra. Kodesh Baruch Hu was in absolute control before anything existed. <coughs> Although the concept of before is a little bit odd because there was no time and space, but, you know, for another time. Either way, Adonai Lama Hashem Molach, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was in total control. There will only be HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Gvura. But in the middle of that, Azai Melech Shmoinikra, we have the ability to crown HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Rosh Hashanah is a fusion of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and us. Hence the idea that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Melech, as the Gorn explains, rather than the Moshel, because we accept HaKadosh Baruch Hu upon ourselves. The avoider of Rosh Hashanah is to realize these two. And realize doesn't mean translate the words. Realize doesn't mean be familiar with this idea because I read it somewhere. Realize means have that awareness and that connection as a reality. That is Rosh Hashanah. If we were to divide the three Yom Yom Tovim, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. So Yom Kippur is all about speech. Vidui has to be said. We preface it, therefore, with Kol Nidre. Sukkot is all about action. Going to the Sukkah, the, the only mitzvah which we perform with the whole guf, the Arab Aminim, the Nanuim. Rosh Hashanah is all about thought. And therefore there is a real avodah which accompanies the tefillah of Rosh Hashanah. Actually thinking of the reality of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's existence 
and of our role within Bria. To actually think about it, something which in the West is not a very common idea, but to spend time holding on to those two thoughts. Why in Shefer? Why is Ve'in Doimelach in Shefer? So as the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah tells us, Imrulathane Malchius, Malchius brings to mind, obviously, the power of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Zichreinus is all about us. Ubameh, how do these two get brought together? A Shefer. It brings out these two elements. Because if you look through, for instance, the... Uh, the explanations of Rav Sadyagon, the different reasons and the different thoughts that we should have during Tkia Shefa, all of them either reflect this dualism or bring out the one or the other. Akeda. Akeda is all about the decisions, the actions that Avram Avinu undertook. Whereas Bria Sa'ilam, before we were on the scene, it's all about HaKadosh Baruch Matan Torah is both of those things. On the one hand, we understanding what we could achieve, said Nasev Nishma, we undertook that Achrayas, and from now on the world's existence is dependent on us. On the other hand, during Matan Torah, nothing in Bria moved. There was no sound in all of Bria, because there was only HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Shaifa serves to bring out those two ideas. And that is also understood in Ola Elohim B'tzru HaShem B'kal two elements of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Elohim, which is seen in the first 35 Pesukim of Bereshis, in the creation of the world, and then HaShem, Perit Beis and Perit Gimel of Bereshis, is all HaShem Elohim. The idea of there being Rachmim, there's only Rachmim when we're around. Pieces of wood don't need Rachmim and don't have Rachmim only the human being and therefore those two come out in the concept of Shofar how does that fit into Elul so there is a fascinating Sasemis Sasemis asks the question why it is that the muzzle of Elul is a basula Elul is a time where we are confronting our past where we understand that things haven't been so rosy that we have done things which we have to undo which we have to work on the concept of basula is far more appropriate to the end of Yom Kippur because the nace of Truva is not just that HaKadosh Baruch Hu forgives us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu restores us to a place before we committed that hate it's as if the hate never happened that's the concept of basula and hence the fact that uh, the girls would wear white and go out, that whole thing is, is a parallel to what Truva achieves in the Olam HaEmes. It restores everything, Ki'ilu it never was. But in Elul, how do we get to that designation? We're not there yet. And this, um, this question is echoed by, uh, by the Avnei Nezer, by the Svasemis' nephew, he says, Kleishores, if they are Tomei, and you use them to perform the Avoidah in the Beis HaMikdash. So every element of the Avoidah that you use them for is possible. Because the Kleishores, 
were possible with Tommy. So nothing else can be done with them until you're Matahirvin. It says, our clay shoris, every one of our Avorim is Tommy. You say this in Tfilo Zaka. So what is the point of doing Truvet Tovel Vasharat's Beyodic? How can we undo that? And he explains, both of them say the same thing. There is a Nakuda Panimis. There is an element within us which is untouched by hate. Mimamakim Korosicha. There is a place which is still pure. And it is from there that we begin the process of truva. From that element that is a basula, from that element that is untouched by hate, the concept and the process of truva starts. And this is echoed by a, uh, an idea of the shlo. We are familiar with a number of different Rashi Teves and allusions to uh, Elul, some which are better known, some lesser known. There is one of the Shlo which perhaps is pretty much unknown. The Shlo in Parsha's Bahar says that in the Parsha that deals with Bote Orechoima, the the cities in Eretz Yisrael that had a wall around them had a certain element of Kedusha which other cities did not possess and certain halachas which were different as a result. And the Posuk tells us, Be'ir asher loi choyma. Loi with an aleph. It's a creek sieve. We read it, Ir asher loi choyma, the city that does have a wall, Lamad Vov, but it's written, Lamad Aleph, the creek sieve. The Gemara asks the question, what happens if you have a city that once had a wall, but the wall has now been destroyed? Do the houses retain their Kedusha or not? And the Gomorrah says they do, based on this Kriksif, that the Etzim, even though when you look at it, it's Asher Loi Chayma with an Aleph, that there is no wall, nevertheless, it's Loi with a Vav. We still see it as being there. The Shloss says this is Elul. These four letters. How so? We look at ourselves, and we see ourselves in the state of Horbun. There used to be a wall, a wall which kept the Kedusha within. But unfortunately, B'meshach Hashanah, that wall was destroyed. And we now think to ourselves, perhaps, perhaps there's no Kedusha left. Says the Shlom, no. Elul tells us that you look at yourself as maintaining an element of Kedusha throughout irrespective. It doesn't matter where we have been, what we have done. There is the ability to achieve truva from that nukuda, from that mimamakim. And we need to make use of that opportunity. To come to the hakara of the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Adain Oilom and to come to the hakara that Azai Melech Shemay Nikra. And that can be done in the first brach of the Shemayna Esrei. Because both of those are central to the first brach of Shemayna Esrei. Kodesh Baruch is Oizer, Moshiach, Mogain. 
explains is a kan is a nest to all. On the other hand, is an absolute control. When we say that first between now and Rosh Hashanah, hold on to those two thoughts just for a few seconds in order to prepare ourselves for the Yom Hadin, in order to understand what the Yom Hadin is about, and even in the introduction of Hashem Sosai Tiftach, but then as a result, Ufi Yagit that partnership almost is what Rosh Hashanah is dependent upon. And the more effort, the more avoider, the more thought we put into those two, the more we are betuchim sheyaselahem neis, we are part of the cloud that can rely on the neis of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, turning tether on its head to make sure that we come through the other side and that we can say Baruch Mechayim Mesim. Yeah.